Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I hate to break it. You're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it. We're sharp Spontaneity Shop presents Global Parade, the comedy panel show starring you, the hive mind of the audience. And if you're worried, trouble might be coming your way. And then together, I think that's what I heard the man say. I got a feeling we are gonna be okay. on case, everybody! Deborah Francis Whiter, this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show which examines all the quirky ways which humans have found to relate, believe, and deal with the ineffable randomness of existence. And speaking of the ineffable randomness of existence, please welcome today's comedians. <laughs> On my left, playing for first date in four years, Sarah Keyworth and Catherine Bohart. And on my right, playing for catastrophic bushfire threat, please welcome Johnny Cochran and Alice Fraser. First of all, comedians, what makes you diverse? Sarah Keyworth. I'm Jewish, I'm gay, and my brain is not okay. I'm depressed. (laughs) Not currently. (laughs) Yes. Well, I'm delighted it's to invite. Winter. Oh, I see. I'm delighted to invite you to this charming tea time show, which will almost certainly lift your spirits. <laughs> have you tried comedy? Because I hear that helps. Yes, I have. You should go for a jog. <laughs> <laughs> and Catherine Bohart, how are you, diverse? I'm Irish. I'm bi. And my OCD says hi. Uh, <laughs> we're doing cheers, apparently. We, go, um, we, we came here together on the yeah, train. we're sorry. Uh, um, we haven't seen each other in so long. And why are you called First Date in Four Years? Oh, yeah. No, we are... swallowed a... like a postman's sock. <laughs> oh, if you're listening at home, that's a Colombian expression, meaning deeply in love. Uh, well, oh, I didn't realise it meant deeply. Uh, we're... <laughs> um, <laughs> We're dating. Did I mention I was depressed? (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, we, we've been together for four years and we don't see each other that much, so this is nice. Yeah, it's lovely to see you. Yeah, how are you? <laughs> you, live, you live together, though. Yeah, yeah, but we do this for a job, so usually it's like, hi, how is Manchester? I'm off to Sweden. See you tomorrow or so next week. Sweden? Well, somewhere you've been. <laughs> <laughs> so this is your first date in four years? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, are you enjoying it? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's... To be honest, more singing than I thought there'd be, but it was pretty nice. Yeah, yeah so yeah. far. So yeah. good. Well, you look lovely, by the way. Thank you. Nice. This is lovely. Feel free to hold hands. Um, We're okay. <laughs> <laughs> and catastrophic bushfire threat. How are you? Johnny Cochran, how are you, Diverse? I've done this before, and I always play up the Jamaican side, so I'm going to go down a different angle. My granddad's Cuban. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a different angle. Yeah, I've got virtually no info on Cuba at all, so <laughs> I'm going to leave that there. But Cuba, that's cool. Uh, like you should find out more about it if your granddad's Cuban. I did Google it, and then I just... <laughs> you can't just Google it, Johnny. It's your heritage. No. You need to go there and get with the dancing and get some cigars. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not sure you know too much about Cuba. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure you're showing your in-depth knowledge of the culture of Cuba. My grandfather is not Cuban as far as I know. In fact, I don't know because don't. of my biological father eluding me. But I'm about to do 23 in me and see <gasps> if I can find anyone on that side. Uh, adopted, found one side. Don't know anything about the other side. So maybe, fingers crossed for Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do it with me, do it with me. We can find out together, can't we? We could, be, we could be related, Johnny. That would be cool. That crazy be so if Johnny was your grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You I never mean, know. I can take it on fairly good authority <laughs> that he is not. Uh, but we could be some kind of long-lost cousins, Johnny. That would be thrilling. That would be quite good, actually. Okay, yeah. let's do it at the same time. It's something, I think you just spit on something and put it in the post. Wait, what oh, are you do doing you? together? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and do you get arrested after that as well? I, I, uh, I get a lot of fan mail like that. <laughs> um, That's not spit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that charming tea time show. You have entirely misunderstood the tone. This is why we don't book men. Um, <laughs> Alice Fraser, how are you diverse? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm a mashup of all sorts of different things, but uh, most obviously my dad's side of the family is Jewish. My mum's side of the family is Irish Catholic. They met in Sydney in Australia in the 1970s, so of course I was born and brought up Buddhist. Oh, um, you, if you had a child, it would be Alice Fraser, <laughs> because she's half oh Jewish, God. half Irish yes. Catholic. Yeah, we should definitely have a child and it would be half and half. Yes. That's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine. I don't know about Cuba or biology. Fine. Fine. That's why we have Ned. God. Yeah, so that means I have the, uh, the Jewish neuroses, I have the guilt of the Catholics, but I am at one with it. Oh, very nice. And why are you called catastrophic bushfire threat? It's just a fact. I've just come back from my home, Sydney, where uh, the uh, air pollution is intense. The bushfire season has started incredibly early and it's horrifyingly smoky. So, but uh, so the catastrophic... that, what's that got to do with Johnny? Well, he was in Sydney once. The point is... <laughs> oh, I thought it was a reference to his hair. Well, most people thought that. But no, we've got another angle on it. I lived in Sydney for a year. So kind of like a spiritual home, if anything. Yeah, I was out there looking for my Cuban granddad. And, uh... <laughs> he's got a points calculator and he's prepared to use it. But then it goes back in the special case he has for it. In Pedden's Corner, it's Ned Sedgwick. Hello. And breaking up each round of the quiz into handy bite-sized pieces, it's our handy bite-sized pianist, Kirsty Newton! 
Ed Sedgwick, have you had any global experiences lately? I have, actually. I went for a drink with a friend from Milan, and he's been living here for three years, and he's moving back to Milan. And I said to him, like, you know, you've been here three years, like, is there anything you still find weird? And he was like, mm, card shops. What's the deal with card shops? Everything else is closed, and you have, like, two card shops for every high street. You go to Piccadilly Circus, and you have card shops. Who's buying all these cards? <laughs> Who's sending all these cards? That's a good uh, question. Yeah, yeah. I was what? like, do you not have them in Italy? And he said, no. Why would we have card shops? But what do they do on people's birthdays? They don't send cards, apparently. What? He's like, Christmas, birthdays. They're like, yeah, we don't really... Only, like, very, very posh people do. And actually, interestingly, I found out this about France, that they're called chateau cart or something. It means castle cards, because if you send cards, it you means you have castle. to have your own stationery. So it's a very posh thing to do. Wow. Yeah. So no one would go to Clinton's cards yeah. because the posh people would look down on it and the people who weren't posh would go, what am I sending you a card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what's, this, what's the deal? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Thank God you've explained that because when you were saying it, I thought you were saying that, that if you had stationery in your house, you were posh. <laughs> I was like, look, a couple of Bic pens around the place. It's not meaning that you're shopping at Waitrose, you know no. what I mean? All right, Tory. <laughs> That's really yeah, hard to take in your ass. I don't think you need to post-it notes and some paper clips. Do you have any stationery that says Johnny Cochran at the top and your address? I've got a cup. What? Like a novelty mug. But that's about as close as it is. That's got my name on it and... Some fun little jokes. No, I write on with a sharpie. Yeah, yeah, with my stationery because I'm posh. Why why do they call it stationery when it's so easy to steal? (laughs) She's thinking outside the box. This team's going to win. Yes. Moving on, Kirsty. <laughs> Kirsty is an expert student of ancient folk tunes and she uses her knowledge of these intricate and meaningful melodies to make a 10 seconds jingle score for us. Take it away, Kirsty. Okay, so uh, this one comes from Haiti. It's a Haitian Creole and it's a lullaby. And uh, in my findings, uh, most lullabies, it doesn't matter where you are around in the world, they mainly are threatening the baby <laughs> with some sort of creature or monster. And uh, see if you can guess what the creature is in this one. Do, do, ti, 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 mamo. Do, do, ti, 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 papa. Sili, pa, do, do, crab, la, va, mangel. Si, ti, ti, pa, ba, crab, la, va, what do you think is going to eat the baby? A crab. Correct. Crab is correct. Well done. Wow. High five. So it's basically saying if you don't go to sleep, a crab will eat you. Yes, exactly that. It's a sleep, sleep, mommy's little one, sleep, sleep, daddy's little one. If you do not sleep, the crab will eat you. So, Kirsty, how are you going to convert this into a scores jingle today? I'm going to do a... We all want to know what's the score, please, Ned. We all want to know what's the score, please. Lovely. Nothing. (laughs) First up is our themed round, and this week's theme is the Sahara. This area of Africa includes parts of ten different countries and is almost as big as China or the continental United States. But the fast food options are considerably more limited. (laughs) All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. How do Sudanese elders make sure travellers have a proper breakfast and are well hydrated? 
catastrophic bush... Oh, I'm not going to say this every time. Catastrophic bushfire threat. Can I CBT? CBT. <laughs> it, I'm turning it to CBT. It's CBT. It's too much. So, like, in our country, we've got B&Bs, bed and breakfast, but maybe they run B and MBs, like bed and mandatory breakfast, <laughs> where... <laughs> You wake up and you're like, oh, I don't even feel that peckish today. And someone's just standing outside your door going, you will be eating breakfast. <laughs> and they show you to your room and they'll go, oh, look, here's your room. And breakfast is at any time we see fit because we will force feed you and you will eat. That kind of vibe? Yeah, the same way as my Jewish granny used to ensure that we ate with, like, aggression and loving force. Okay, all right. Uh, first date in four years... How do Sudanese elders make sure travellers have a proper breakfast and are well hydrated? I'm trying to think, because you've basically answered what all Irish mammies do. That's which what is I like was going to say, do what it. Catherine's mum does. Which is provide... Oh, you're so skinny! Uh, yeah, there's a lot of body shaming and... Um, <laughs> so, like, if you start with body shame and then sort of ease it... What she likes to do is body shame while simultaneously providing more food than any of the people in her house could ever eat in about a week per meal. And then looks really offended when you don't want any more when you've already eaten more than... Three people's worth of food, actually. So just yeah. overbearing insult, I would say. Both that she gives to your body and that yeah. will she takes personally she, if you don't eat at all. All the food she provides by offending you and getting her offended herself yeah <laughs> so sort of some emotional blackmail that's the one what's the word put my finger on yeah. it but that's what that is there it is yeah. yes absolutely okay emotional blackmail hive mind how do Sudanese elders make sure travellers have a proper breakfast and are well hydrated <laughs> oh <laughs> Check that they've been to the loo. Well, like, confirm what that man f- has a ticket, please. <laughs> 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 strange chap at the back there. Oh, I see what he means. Sort of check post hoc that they yes. have had. Uh, yes. Okay, so you check that they've been to the loo. It feels so like a TI move, doesn't it? Like, just going to check. <laughs> What's okay. a TI you know, move? Like TI rapper. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah. You have, surely, come on, surely. You saw this. He basically was like, oh, this is proper up your street. Like, not because you do it, but it would annoy <laughs> you. So what? every year he makes his daughter go to the gynecologist oh. and accompanies her to check that her hymen's intact. Oh, I did see that. That's horrible. Yeah, yes, no, yes, for sure. absolutely. Sorry uh, to make it dark again. Anywho. Also, there's no, there's no free healthcare in the US. So that doctor is getting paid every year. I'd be like, yep, Mr. T.I. still here. See you next year. <laughs> do we have anything else? Weigh them. Okay. That's, that's what we said. Is that Catherine's mom? <laughs> that's back to Catherine's mom emotional uh, <laughs> manipulation. Anything else? Food and drink stops on the way in and out of every town. Okay, all right. If you think it's check that they've been to the loo, buzz now. If you think it's weigh them, buzz now. And if you think it's food and drink stops on the way in and out of town, buzz now. Oh, hive mind, you didn't back the right horse. They put up roadblocks around cafes and wells to make people stop and properly hydrate. Uh, so you, you were correct. But didn't one of the teams sort of say that? I feel like you said that. They half had it. Okay, um. they half had it. Uh, so the first team to score is CBT. <laughs> but don't be discouraged, hive mind, because you nearly scored. Um, Hello. What about us, Deborah? <laughs> uh, you, you should be discouraged. You have okay. nowhere near. Um, in Sarawi culture, being the tea server is a great honour. But while serving tea, what must you also do to please the rest of the group? 
Mexico State in four years. Get your dick out. <laughs> oh, you've been. <laughs> First of all, can we confer? If I know the answer, I'm going to race for it, okay? It's not the answer answer I was expecting from the first date in four years lesbian double acting. I've got to be honest with you. Sarah Keyworth, I've had you on my Tea with Alice podcast and at no point... That's a (laughs) I don't have a dick. I apologise for being rude. (laughs) Catherine, will you back your teammate up there? I mean, it seems like it would get burnt. Would it not get burnt? to please the rest of the group. I don't know if you know anything about unsolicited dick pics, but they're called unsolicited for I guess a reason. It's good to have a stirrer. Um. <laughs> I look, I will support her because she needs this. <laughs> so yes. Okay, all right. It's nice to be out of the house, isn't it? Uh, so CBT, what do you think in Sarawi culture? The tea server does while serving the tea. Don't worry about it because the answer's already I'd been say done. Put the, so. put the milk in after the. Water. <laughs> Just to prove you're not a weirdo. Do you know what I mean? Uh, that's one. I don't one. know. Like an elegant dance or like. An elegant dance. Well, do you know? Just I don't know. What's entertaining when tea happens? Tea. I told it? you. The tea <laughs> 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 yeah, maybe pra- pra- praise the tea. Talk about the tea. Describe the tea. Praise it's like the dirty tea. talk, but for it's tea. It's not British I culture. I don't, know whether you, um, <laughs> I don't know whether they have to bring the sugars with them as well, because that's really annoying if they bring the sugar. Right, and I, just made me think of this, right? I used to work <laughs> with a guy who had four sugars in his tea. No. That's not a tea, that's a Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> I had an Australian though. builder once who I asked him how he wanted his tea, and he said, six sugars, but don't stir it. I can't stand it sweet. <laughs> <laughs> True story, true story. Hive mind in Sarawi culture, being the tea server is a great honour, but while serving the tea, what must you do to please the rest of the group? Sing. Tell jokes. Tell jokes. (laughs) Is that a heckle or an answer? (laughs) (laughs) Offer biscuits. Juggle sugar cubes. Whilst pouring. Provide the cup. <laughs> like the minimum requirement. Pretty bad tea server if you weren't providing the cup. <laughs> okay, so if you think it's sing, buzz now. Tell jokes, buzz now. <laughs> Offer biscuits, buzz now. Juggle sugar cubes, buzz now. Or provide the cup, buzz now. You went for sing, and that is the closest. In fact, it's recite poetry. Yeah, and it is reciting poetry in a beautiful song-like manner. So I will give them the points for that. Wow! I might have scored. I know what you're going to say. Um, I mean, it feels like something to say. (laughs) (laughs) It was close to getting your wang out, but it's. I feel like I maybe made one that suggestion as well. So I think Alice should get half points. Singing and dancing. I'll take it. Well, if yeah, everyone's having half points, we'll take one as well. <laughs> Especially if it, but also provide da- dance, poetry. Dance, dancing isn't vocal. Um, so it's recite poetry. It must be perfectly recited. And if any mistakes are made, it is expected that the guests criticise you immediately. <gasps> yeah. Oh, like Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm quite tempted to go now to have a go at it and see what kind of star rating I get. How do veiled Tuareg men 
recognise each other in the desert? First date in four years. I already know what you're doing. No, Sarah. No, Sarah. No. That is not the answer. Okay, let me think then. Let me throw it over I to I think CBT. we know what she wants for Christmas, Catherine. <laughs> we already have a drawer. <laughs> oh! Wow. Um, Hashtag charming tea time show. Sorry, sorry. And it hasn't been opened in four years. I'll give over it. Oh, oh thank you. <laughs> CBT? If they can't see each other, then it must be done on smell. That's what I'm thinking. So they probably all wear different, like, aftershaves and you're not allowed... <laughs> to wear the same aftershave as another guy. So when you go to Tuareg International Airport, and you know you go through that bit where you can get the free aftershaves, yeah. you're not allowed to get the same one as another guy. So you'd be over there going, hold up, I'm Tom Ford. Okay, get over there, you can get Calvin Klein or something. And then they meet in the desert and go, oh, wait, that smells like Tom Ford. How are you doing, Dave? <laughs> and it all works. I understand. Um... <laughs> Our first date in four years, do you have a sensible answer that doesn't yes, involve a penis? Yes, we do. A secret handshake? Oh. Secret handshake. Yeah. And yeah. whilst they're doing it, they have their dinner. No! <laughs> just the handshake, Deborah. Okay, That's just the handshake. Just All right, handshake. so hive mind. How do veiled Tureg men recognise each other in the desert? Colour of their clothes. Colour of their clothes. Whistle. A whistle? Is that, do you mean a, or one you blow? With your own lips. As opposed to somebody no. else's. No. <laughs> no. Uh, like Professor Hun- White is censoring me. No, like in I, Hunger Games. I just, when I heard, with your own lips, I knew where you were going to go. <laughs> and I thought, I'll cut it off at the pass. Uh, <laughs> Which actually, you, no, no. no. Stop it. Uh, um, Stop it. Colour of clothing, whistle, anything else? Body markings, makeup. Body markings, makeup. Cattle with them, and so they can they are recognised by their markings on their cattle. Okay. Camel. Okay. So the camels are recognised because they don't have the robes on. Yeah, derobed camels. So it's like I don't recognise you, but I, it's a bit like recognising someone's dog in the park, and then going, "Oh, it's that sweet terrier," and then looking up and thinking, "Oh, I recognise you because of the dog," or in fact, someone's baby. That can be sad though. We did um, borrow my doggy recently, and um, now our park is just full of dogs who never messaged us back. So, oh, are you being ghosted by German Shepherd? <laughs> Not a German Shepherd, a Bichon Frise, but we don't need to talk about it today. I don't think um, we've been ghosted. I heard that they just went to this really nice farm. Um, <laughs> well, they'll probably get back to us. Anyway. Did you also write down D-robe camel? Yeah. <laughs> because I have an idea now where there's two people who meet each other and go, oh, I don't know who it is. D-robe your camel immediately. <laughs> uh, so, Hive Mind, you've got quite a lot to choose from. Is it the colour of their clothes, Buzz Now? Is it the whistle that they make, Buzz Now? Is it body markings? The cattle, do they recognise the cattle? Uh, no, we've got cattle first, then camel. Cattle? Camel. 
Okay, you've gone for camel. In fact, it was the first one. They have highly personalised ways of dressing and wrapping their turbans. Could yeah, you tell so us every individual tribes will have different ways of wrapping their turbans. So you can see from a while, and the turbans tend to be the same colour. They're dyed with indigo to the extent where it tends to dye people's skin blue. And so they are known sometimes on the internet as a blue man and not for Sarah's reasons. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand that. <laughs> and it's the end of the round. <laughs> Drink your tea and sing turbans on your head. We all want to know what's the score, please, Ned. In first place with ten points, it's a hive mind. In second place with five points, it's CBT. And <laughs> God, you're only clapping for yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> you're winning. <laughs> and in third place, we're... Do not clap us. <laughs> <laughs> first, on their first date in four years, with no points, it's first date in four years. Yay! Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. round is everyone's favourite round. Idioms! Languages are constantly evolving and changing and new words are being invented all the time, including for television shows. Spam, referring to email, comes from Monty Python. Naff was invented by the Ronnie Barker sitcom Porridge and the phrase, why are we watching this terrible rubbish, was inspired by Love Island. (laughs) Come at me, haters. (laughs) What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we've literally translated into English fingers on buzzers? In Sweden they say... You have something in your binoculars. What do they mean? <laughs> First date in four years. Is it like you can't see the wood for the trees? Like you can't, you have no perspective. No perspective. You've got something in your binoculars, can't see the wood for the trees. Yeah. Sarah? Yeah, fine. <laughs> There's wood in the answer, come on. Yeah. 
That's why I like it. You're fine with it. I'm just loving that. I want to be known as like the dick guy now. (laughs) I'm loving that the more callbacks there are, the less likely Tom is to be able to edit it out. Um, Speaking of that, uh, do you know you know when those people that walk around and recognise each other when they get their penises out, which you talked about and explained. um, (laughs) If someone questioned the size of that person's appendage, they might say, "It's something in your binoculars, mate." Uh, so yeah. do you mean it's sort of padding? Get your, your eyes tested. Thing. I think it's a well-known pickup line of, uh, do you have something in your binoculars or is that an erection? That kind of... Let <laughs> <laughs> me yeah. just write that one down. <laughs> yeah. okay. Say that to a woman, Johnny, see what happens. <laughs> Hive mind, in Sweden, you're walking around, there you are in Stockholm, and someone says you have something in your binoculars. What do they mean? You're being manipulated. You're up to something. You've got rose-tinted glasses. Your flies are down. Okay. Okay. All right. If you think it's you're being manipulated, buzz now. If you think it's you're up to something, buzz now. And if you think it's rose-tinted glasses, buzz now. Or your flies are down, buzz now. Uh, I think uh, you said up to something, and I think that's right. You were planning a surprise. Yeah? Yes. You're planning a surprise. You've got something in your binoculars. Like something up your sleeve. Yes. Just to check, there is a Swedish person in the audience. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that's cheating. No, it's no, it's diversity. I will say no, w- the Swedish has to go. No, no, <laughs> kick them oh. up, kick no. them. No, it's this atmosphere that made everyone vote leave. <laughs> so if they didn't cheat, it wouldn't they? No. <laughs> Can you tell us anything more about the origins of it? Oh, it's not necessarily going to be good. To be fair, anyone with binoculars is usually a bit of a creep. (laughs) You said you liked my binoculars. (laughs) So it could be like Jacob Rees-Mogg, you've got something in your binoculars. But nothing we want. Okay, all right. In Persian, they say, you rubbed soap on your stomach. What do they mean? You're getting ready for a slip and slide. That's nice. less of an idiom, isn't it, really? More just, that's just more literal. Uh, you rub soap on your stomach, and I need to be clear about this. This is metaphorical soap on your metaphorical stomach. Ah. Boy, is your stomach clean. No. <laughs> that would be the same, the same problem you've got there, Alice. This is an idiom now. This is an idiom. Idiomatic. You're being thorough. Yeah, You're being uh, thorough. Yeah, because, I mean, I never rub soap on my stomach. I just do the armpits and the balls and that's it. <laughs> let's go. go! Don't you read Twitter? You're supposed to do your legs now. Yeah, is it? That's a, it's the a new th- thing. Are you working on the trickle-down effect? Yeah, trickle... <laughs> Reaganomics on my... Uh, <laughs> in my shower technique, you know. And that works wonderfully well, so <laughs> I use it in my shower technique, yeah. Okay, but we all read on Twitter that you meant to wash your legs. Does anyone remember why we were meant to wash our legs? Uh, I think it's so that they're not dirty anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I think. I mean, call me Alice Fraser. <laughs> I am. Um, could it be that like you have a big appetite, so like you sort of lubing it up? <laughs> so big appetite. You, know you rub soap like, on your stomach, lubing it up. Yeah, like a, you're like it's like an embellishment. 
<laughs> oh, like, like you're kind of gilding like, the lily. Like, boy, you fancy. You uh, got soap all over your stomach. Like, like that. gilding the lily. In Persian, they say you rub soap on your stomach. Hive mind, what does it mean? Hungry. Hungry? You're pregnant. Pregnant. You're what, sorry? Tooting your own horn. I thought you said making your own porn. Um, I thought, um, that would be such a cheap set. Here, put this soap on your belly. <laughs> I'm sure there's a niche for it. <laughs> oh, there will be. Uh, there will be now. <laughs> tooting your own horn. Anything else? Too good to be true. With all that soap yeah. on your stomach. Um, if you think it's hungry, Buzz, now. Pregnant buzz now, tooting your own horn buzz now, or too good to be true buzz now. In fact, you did something pointless. So we've ate school, first day in four years. First day in four years of school? Uh, You're saying building shock in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I was shocked. I was like, what did we say? It's got to be like an angry shock as well. Yeah, Yeah, it's like building 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 the lily. You're doing something, you know, you've washed. You're now just going over the top. You're on your first day in four years and you've scored. Well done. (laughs) Yes. In Switzerland, they say the lake is not on fire. What do they mean? Catastrophic bushfire threat. You should be able to answer this one. Uh, this is a saying that is becoming increasingly less accurate in the face of climate change, but I think it means cool your jets. Cool your jets. I yeah. think it means those magic mushrooms you've given me are not working. <laughs> <laughs> but don't have more because you always think they're not working and then they do. And then you've had too much. I hear. <laughs> I would have thought the same as Alice. I would have thought it meant like chill out, like it's not as bad as it seems. Everything's under control. Yeah. It's not Everything's as as under seems. control. Or it just means that's a normal lake. The lake is not on fire uh, unless you're in northern New South Wales. <laughs> yeah. And then it probably I think, is. I think overall it's going to be the world's not going to come to an end. So yeah. you're answering the same answer? Yes. <laughs> no, we said it first. Well, <laughs> no, we d- and I should get points for not saying get, get your, your dick, dick out. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, hive mind. In Switzerland, they say the lake is not on fire. What do they mean? No shit. No shit. Okay, no shit, Sherlock. Legs uh, not on fire. Is that toilet guy again? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> different, different guy, same school. <laughs> no, say, same stool. <laughs> um, anything else? It's not urgent. It's the same in French. Okay, but you're saying it's actually the same in French, because well, Switzerland He's has got French only a couple of languages, and one of them is French. Yeah, call your jets. Okay, so it's not Sorry, urgent. So you just, you're, are you French? Deborah, there are foreign spies in this audience. <laughs> they come especially knowing that this is their quiz. Uh, we advertise it widely. Come and defeat the comedians who are from nowhere at all. Okay. Uh, Cuban granddad. Thank you. So if you think it's no shit, buzz now. And if you think it's not urgent and that's the same in French and that lady's from France, buzz now. Uh, you are correct. Uh, it, yeah. it means it means we still have time. The sun isn't setting yet, and it's the end of the round. Soapy stomach suds, they can cool your jets. We all want to know what's the score, please, Ned. In third place with ten points, it's CBT. Oh! So we got no points for that round. In second place, 
with 15 points, its first eight in four years. <clears throat> and in first place, with 30 points, it's a hive mind. <laughs> round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural or family background. This could be a superstition, fascinating fact about your country's history, or just the local word for very, very drunk. It's amazing how often that comes up with the comedians. Okay, so uh, CBT, do you have a question for first date in four years? Now, I know you're thinking that guy's got a Cuban granddad hit me with it. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm going to go to it's Jamaican, right? In Jamaican culture, language, what is a duppy? Oh, shit. <laughs> Jamaican culture, what is a duppy? Is it a hat? A Jamaican hat? A is it something you eat? If we say something you, you eat, something you wear, or something you, uh, <laughs> you look at, cover your bases, doesn't <laughs> <Okay. isn't> it? <laughs> yeah. Is it something you eat, wear, look at, or is it... The habit of getting your penis out. <laughs> say next. Just say yes or no Is it a to any of those. Be no. It's none of those. Okay, you've got one more. Could be keeping your dick in. <laughs> <laughs> like an innie. Yeah. Like a duppy's an innie, but for penises. Mm. That has to be it. That makes sense. <laughs> We'd like to put all our chips on keeping your dick in. <laughs> is it that? I'd love to say yes. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. What is it? It's an evil spirit. Oh, oh, an evil spirit. Could you tell us more about that? You know, kind of like in, uh, where is it, Haiti, that yeah. they uh, do say crabs are going to get you, like little kids and stuff. Say duppy's going to get you, like an evil spirit. The UK equivalent, I guess, is like Margaret Thatcher. That kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, duppy. Uh, so first date in four years, do you have a question for the hive mind? I think they'll know my question. They will never guess mine. But yours is not even about your culture, it's just about your life. But okay, yeah. go on. <laughs> it can't be, what have I got in a shoebox under my bed? <laughs> well, they'd guess that immediately, <laughs> wouldn't they? <laughs> Which famous German painter am I related to? Oh. She's a German Jew. Very confusing. Don't sell me out like that. <laughs> Just saying. Charlotte Mendelssohn. Anybody else? Gerhard Richter. Anybody else? Is it any of those? No. It's not any of those. Okay, so tell us. Max Lieberman. Oh. They don't know who that is. Okay, so that means first date in four Imagine years. Imagine if it was just someone no one had heard of. Yeah, I was really worried then. Uh, <laughs> so first date in four years have scored. Hive Mind, do you have a question for CBT? My name is Raquel, and I'm from Spain. And Hi. in Spain, during the dinner, if someone refers to something that's happened as like the shame of the Galician, what are they referring to? Is it that you ate too much of everything? Oh. Anything else? Um. Uh, that you didn't eat enough of everything. <laughs> too much, not enough. Too salty. Um, everyone's like farting. <laughs> Is it any of those? It's close. It's Basically, if you leave any food on, on the plate mm -hmm. or where you know the serving plate is, then it means that you haven't liked the food. So it's like, you know, we never take everything because we don't want to show that 
they haven't been serving enough food, basically. Okay, so you haven't so eaten you enough. Leave, so they yeah. did get one of those, but we yeah. didn't get to the point where we got them to choose and back a horse. We so would Ned, have gone for that. We weren't going for farting, Deb, Ned, honestly. I mean, I don't know with you. <laughs> Ned? I'll quietly work out the scores. Ned will quietly work out the scores! Yeah. This is so and it's the end of the round! Yeah. We all want to know what the score, please, Ned. We all want to know what the score's please In third place, with 15 points, it's CBT. The shame of the Australian. <laughs> in second place, with 20 points, it's first date in four years. Yay! <laughs> and in first place, with 35 points, it's a hive mind! <laughs> Next, it's the It's a Sign round. Everyone is marching these days, and some protesters come home to see the hilarious slogans on their signs all over Facebook and Instagram. For example, I did like a sign I saw at a recent political protest which read, I've seen smarter cabinets at IKEA. <laughs> Teams, we'd like you to make some shareworthy signs, and Ned will award points for his favourites. You've got 30 seconds to write your slogans for today's protest against the use of fracking. Go. Is still scribbling. Pens down in three, Times two, time. one. We have uh, three, two, one. four years. While they're finishing off, can you please show us yours? Uh, fracking. Stop it. Oil get you for this. <laughs> Oil get you for this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That got a round of applause. The people listening at home. I drew a dick. Yeah, thank you. That was implied. Yeah. They, they, they all knew that. Uh, CBT. If this Earth's a kraken, it's probably fracking. Oh. And then the Earth is saying Captain Planet will kill you. Cap- <laughs> the Earth is saying Captain Planet will kill you. Yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, because I don't think people respect Captain Planet's abilities enough anymore. Okay, uh, Hive Mind, do you have anything? Who wants a big gassy crack? Who wants a big gassy crack? Nice. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Nice. Yes, very good. Okay. Very good. Round of applause, so there must be some points for that. Anything else? Get your frack out. That will appeal to the first date in four years. <laughs> Anything else? Frack off. Frack off. Shorten to the point. Mm-hmm. Just to frack, then you know Jack. Oh. oh very good. If the answer's to frack, you know Jack. Nice. Very nice. All right, so while Ned works out his creativity scores, let's go to the final round, the quickfire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz, and then shout the answer as loudly as you can. What classic American novel was known in Swedish as a man without scruples? Trump's autobiography. Uh, what was that? Trump's autobiography. Trump's autobiography. Oh. It. It. No. The Great Gatsby is correct. <laughs> in England, you would say you know your onions. In Italy, they would say they know their... Onions. No. <laughs> <laughs> Olives. Olives, no. The presidents from their... Um, P- pasta, no. Uh, garlic. That, no. 
Tomatoes, no. Uh, nobody got it. It's chickens. In Italy, you know your chickens. Mm. Which East Asian capital city's name translates as Eastern capital? Manila. Tokyo. Tokyo is correct. that one. What is traditionally defined as ending at the Urals? The urinary tract infection. Uh, Europe is correct. Yes, and not the urinary tract infection. <laughs> you, you, I said urinary tract infection. No, no, still no. Still no. Five minds scored there. What is the American English word for what Britons call a spanner? Wrench. President. A wrench is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Fill in the missing word in the Finnish national anthem. Our land is blank and so it remains, so strangers who long for gold and abandon it. Shit. <laughs> Basically poor, yes. Finish this French joke, which they make about themselves. What do you call a French person who dies for their country? An Englishman. A loser. Not French. <laughs> uh, um, not quite. Not quite. He anyone said not French. Defeated. No, no. Anyone in the audience? Nobody knows it's never happened. <laughs> Good on the French for that lovely piece of self-deprecation. French person in the audience, did you know that one? No? Well, well, when you go back at Christmas, you tell it at the table. It goes down well They'll for you. They'll love it. And we're out of time, and it's the end of the show. <laughs> Fracking signs and quick fire rounds all said. We all want to know what's the score, please, In third place with 20 points, it's CBT. In second place, with 35 points, it's first date in four years. I feel like she got a point every time she told someone to pull their penis out. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And in first place, with 50 points, it's a hive mind. So it's delicious tea and fine poetry for our winners, but a very soapy stomach to our losers. And I'll leave you on this thought. Give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and I reckon you could get an eight-part limited series podcast out of that. (laughs) Please give it up for Sarah Keyworth, Catherine Bohart, Johnny Cochran, Alice Fraser, Kirsty Newton-on-Keys, you the hive mind, I've been Deborah Francis-White, that's Ned Sedgwick. Good night! Grundy Lazimbra. The producer for the Spot Data Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Zoe, Sally, and everyone at King's Place. More information about this and other episodes was at globalpillage.net. I thought my gals are much better. Rockabye baby. Why is the baby in a tree? Yes. Yes, and the baby falls out. Yeah, in, yeah. And yeah, it, they are thre- all lullabies are threatening, you're them. correct. One all time, Sarah and I were in a car share with Alice, and we were going back from a festival, and Alice was like, <laughs> My mum used to sing sea shanties while I went to sleep, and we were like, Lol, sing us one. And she did, and they were 
terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like truly, all of them were about the Titanic. Oh, uh, there's yeah, there was the t- the Titanic song. There's the Poverty Knock, which is about the Industrial Revolution. My mum was a, a folk musician, so <laughs> yeah, wow. she had some real brutal Actually, lullabies. I think that's where your depression started, empty, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm driving on an empty road in the middle of nowhere with Alice in the back of your car singing, "Husbands and wives, little children lost their lives." Wasn't <laughs> 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 it sad when that great ship went down? Yeah. It was sad, awful sad. Wasn't it sad? So really sad. <laughs> really sad. <laughs> So this is why we're all messed up, clearly. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.